Hey, welcome back to the Time Capsule Show, where we define life in the 21st century through our voices and our opinions, because we're probably saying the things that everyone else is thinking. My name is John Ruiz. I'm Jurens. And today we have back a very special guest. We have Kelly back on the show. Welcome back, Kelly. <laughs> Hi, thank you for having me back. Of course, yeah. I, you know, I was, I really loved our conversation last time. And I think that, you know, you're so passionate about what you do. I mean, hey, you're even filming from your lab today, which I find so cool. You know, meanwhile, we're just here in our bedrooms, which isn't as cool as that. But, you know, it's how's not everything? a bedroom, it's an office. <laughs> <laughs> our home office. Well, you've got the cooler office. You win for that today, Kelly. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, what, what's new? How's, how's life been for you? Uh, life has been cra- crazy. It just feels like time is just moving by so, so fast. Um, it's like really, really six months into uh, 2022. And it's late June 23rd today, which means there's only a couple more days until July. So <laughs> it's just time's going fast. That's the main thing I have noticed. Oh, God. And did you know it's already summer, like officially? I just realized that like today. I'm pretty late realizing that. <laughs> it was a solstice or, or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, summer solstice, but um, it was yesterday, but I think, but it was raining a lot yesterday, so you couldn't really tell it was the summer solstice yesterday. You know, I love how you said that, like, time is going fast. Like, you ever feel like your 20s are going by fast? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. For sure. For sure. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm 23, so um, it's already been three years into my 20s, and a lot, a lot has changed. Same. Yeah, I'm 23 also. Like, sometimes I think, like, I don't think I'd recognize like 20 year old me. Like if we put me and 20 year old me side to side, I just would be like, who the heck are you? Like, I don't even know you. For sure. For sure. No, understandable, understandable. And no, definitely speaking on our twenties, it's definitely, and I feel like an age where you're you're about to go into adulting, but some are not sure where they're headed. Right. Like, are we considered adults at this age? Would you guys say so? Honestly, I I think we are because I noticed like, you know, when I was like in high school, it's like people would just go like, oh, whatever, there's this kid, blah, blah. When I would go in a store or something. But when I turned like 20 something, people start coming. It was like, uh, hi, sir. And I was like, excuse me, why am I getting called sir? Or like I'm getting called this man, not this boy. And that's when I realized I'm an adult now. Well, you also got you also got to shave the facial hair sometimes because people assume you're much older with that. True. True. <laughs> for sure for sure i mean like i think it just started it um i would say when i started feeling like an adult was when i think in the more recent months when i started being called professor because i am an adjunct professor in my college and it never occurred to me that I, oh, I'm an adult now because people are now calling me professor because I don't really, I haven't really been called like ma'am or, or um, I don't know what the, what another phrase is, but I've never really been called ma'am before, but definitely being called professor was definitely, I think like a milestone in my 20s. That's really cool. Like how many 20 year olds can say that they get called professor, you know, like that's so cool, Kelly. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> God, like, 
I don't even know what my title is. I guess I'm just Mr. I'm like, I know like when I fill out job applications, I go like, what's your like title? And I'm like, I guess just Mr. Like there's nothing special about me yet. But that's so cool that you're a professor. I mean, what's next? Doctor, right? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Like I literally just wrote a recommendation letter for one of my former students as well. Wow. And then seeing the behind the scenes of just writing a recommendation letter in my 20s, in my very early 20s was also very adult-like feeling in my personal opinion, because I've asked for recommendation letters before or when I was applying for internships and jobs, but now I'm on the other side recommending someone for a certain position. And then seeing the behind the scenes of how tedious and complicated submitting a recommendation letter is, was appalling and shocking of how detailed it was. Mm -hmm. It's like a whole essay, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was only one page, so it wasn't, it wasn't really the writing aspect of it. It was answering all of those miniature questions that the company was asking me for about the student. And then I finally understood why you have to know the person well to write a good recommendation letter because those recommendation companies and portals ask for a lot of details. Mm -hmm. That's so true. Like I have extra appreciation for like everyone who's ever written me a letter. Like, I remember in high school, I asked, like, one of my teachers I didn't really know too well to, like, grant me a letter of recommendation. And, like, no one really asked her because she was, like, one of the mean teachers, you know, quote-unquote mean teachers. And, like, she, like, didn't really know me. But when I saw her recommendation, she, like, wrote a beautiful essay about me. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, how did she even know me? But she was a good BSer, I guess. But I have extra appreciation now, like, for anyone who writes me letters. (laughs) For sure, for sure. Um, And then I think another um, very high milestone of like adulting is when you feel very satisfied landing a new position or a new internship Mm. compared to going out and partying, which is what I saw a lot of when I was in my teenage years. I um, I was, I think I was on, I think it was, when I was a senior in high school, and then it was like senior cut day per se, um, where oh, a right. bunch of the senior, I don't know up. if you guys know, yeah. I didn't do it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, didn't do it I didn't do it either. <laughs> so um, I remember it was senior cut day um, unofficially, where a bunch of the seniors just cut school. And then I saw so many Instagram photos of them going to the beach or going out and quote unquote say partying at other people's house because they were not allowed to be at a bar yet Mm -hmm. but yet there was still a bunch of different alcohol and then drinks that I that were posted all up on Instagram and I was surprised uh they were allowed to do that but and then that's what I think felt like set aside me feeling like a teenager and then me feeling like an adult Mm. because actually even at that time I was never even happy going out and partying it just was not my forte and I was extremely extremely shy person as well and I didn't really talk to a lot of people but when I landed some new internships as well as 
new job opportunities that is also currently looking for new job opportunities as well. Right. I just feel more satisfied and more content with my life per se, because mm -hmm. I remember when I landed my very first internship with the United States Department of Energy at Brookhaven National Lab. Um, I think it was last summer. And it was during peak, peak COVID. It was before all the vaccinations came. So we were forced to work online. When I landed that internship, it I felt so content and so appalled with myself, I guess, in a way. Hey, just like very happy and sh very shocked that I was able to land something like that, especially during COVID times when all these opportunities are already very condensed and mm -hmm. there were not that many opportunities. And doing research work online for me was something completely new that I've never even done before. Right. So when I landed that, that was also what that like that was when I felt like I was adulting at at my peak right you know i'm so happy you brought that up because like especially with social media and like i feel like people are always posting you know going out they're partying and you know posting like the highlights of their life they act like it's fun i you know i haven't really been the type to do it but i tried it for a while and every time i'd go out to like a nice club a nice bar go out drinking with everyone else it wasn't fun for me i'm like everyone like it's so dark here first of all it's really dark in most places it's like it's crowded you it's can't really, really have dark. like it's good really conversations <laughs> what it's like really dark and sweaty yeah and like you can't really have like good conversations with people and i'm like this is fun but like that's how i felt how about for you Jaren's like how did it feel for you uh, wait how does what feel for me though being in a like a club or or <laughs> yeah totally like yeah dancing your ass off at like 3 a.m every night every weekend night <laughs> no i mean i didn't do that but like <laughs> um i don't know i I've been to some house parties. I've been to like, you know, gone out to clubs and like out to bars. It's just, I've never personally found it fun. And I think that's just like the type of person I am. But I think a lot of people our age do it. And I know there's some people who genuinely enjoy it. And those kind of people completely mystify me. I, I don't get it. But um, I feel like a lot of people are doing it because a lot of influencers are doing it. It's what we grew up seeing on TV growing up. Like, oh, in your 20s, your life is going to be like this. You need to be traveling the world. You need to be doing this. You need to be doing that. You need to be partying. You need to have like that group of friends like you're on Victorious or Friends or a TV show or something. There's like those expectations. So I now it's like a yeah. weird thing because you have those expectations but really being in your 20s is kind of weird sometimes you feel like you have imposter syndrome where like I remember when I got my first PR job out of college um I was so mystified that I got it and I was like really I I got it it was like man maybe they should hire someone else but then I was like wait why am I thinking that I've been looking for a job for so long I kind of need this job <laughs> mm -hmm. you definitely and like especially with like people just you know I think it's good to be career oriented it's also good to have that balance of like having fun in your 20s but I feel like people are too much focused on having fun or like what they think should be fun like I don't even know if people are having fun when they post on social media to be honest like you know what? I've seen this in person like people are not talking when they're in a group of friends hanging out but you know they when they take a picture together they're all smiling and acting like they're having the time of their life yes. but then once they take that picture it's back to their phones and like silence and I'm like are my eyes deceiving me but like it's just interesting and you know I think that like for you Kelly like 
obviously like you're very career oriented and you are successful in the path you're going on right now and you know congratulations i'm happy for you and you know i just wish that more people would like be like that sometimes i just feel like there's just something out there that's just influencing people to just be distracted in my opinion i don't know yeah no um i think it depends like when you bring up distractions i definitely i think it also depends on like life situations as well mm -hmm. because i definitely know people who uh when they get depressed and then like mm -hmm. really upset they also go out and drinking and then just i guess drinking away their sorrows i guess was one That's way to point. put it yeah mm -hmm. To like to the point where you know you're they're blackout drunk and they can't remember anything, but then when they come to like the next day and then feel hungover, they still feel that pain. Mm -hmm. so, so that's also what I've been commonly seeing. And I would definitely say that you know every person's situation is different, and then everyone also gets their paths differently as well. But I think the definitely influencing on like social media with like with uh, TikTok still constantly blowing up and then instagram obviously you with all those reels that people oh post. God. i mean so yeah. addicting <laughs> yeah I, I mean i post reels like every now and then but they i never show oh um me like going out and partying or anything like that because i never do that it's just more of like the reels that i post show more of like days in my life mm -hmm. and just show how how getting to where you want to be is not easy and there's always going to be life challenges because I remember um and then this was in terms of distractions as well that um that you I think the both of you brought up uh, it was these past couple months have been extremely difficult on me personally hey, there was at one point I was taking four classes and had four jobs Wow. At some point. Yeah, I don't know if I spoke spoke to you guys about this uh, last time uh, when I came on your podcast, but yeah, I was doing three part-time jobs and then one full-time job as well as four classes and it was rough. It was really, really rough. And oh my God. I was also dealing with, yeah, I was also dealing with a hard time as well. So I think all of that was also a good distraction as well to help me get my mind off what I was going through. But at the same time, it was exhausting and I was not getting any sleep because one of the jobs that I was working being at, um, I brought it up, I think also in, our, in the last episode that I appeared on, um, it was with uh, Pacific Northwest National Laboratory, which is in Washington State which is three hours behind us. So if it, it's currently 12 o'clock here, so that means it's like 9 a.m. over there. So I would not be able to do work until later in the day. So because of that, I would take on more tasks in the mornings. And that was where my three part-time jobs came in. And being an adjunct professor was one of them. And I did not take into account office hours that I also had to do as well as grading. I had to create my own exams as well, uploading all the grades. I forgot to take into account of all that. So I think that was one regret that I had when taking on four jobs all at the same time because it just distracted me from fully doing something to its full potential. Mm -hmm. So and. But it didn't, luckily, it did not affect um, 
the Pacific Northwest National Laboratory research that I was doing because I put so much time and attention into that. I think it just mainly affected it um, being an adjunct professor as well as being mm. a museum educator, both at wow. the same time, because they're both very different because right. one is a formal teaching experience. The other one is an is informal teaching experience and I have to approach them very differently. So that right, was, right. I think, the biggest struggle in right. my early 20s. And I'm, ha I'm happy you said that because like, I think that anyone who's shown to be successful in their careers or be, you know, in a path that they're proud of, there's struggles. And this is my own opinion, but I feel like many, you know, influencers and like quote unquote famous people out there, right? Like they post like the, there was no struggle. They post online, they act like the road to get to where they were was like seamless and it was easy, but that's not the case. I don't think it's ever the case. I think everyone always faces struggles. You're always going to have hurdles that you have to push through, like the ones you mentioned, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, to get where you want to be is possible, but it's not easy at all. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And as well as um, I would say, like I said, personal life, like you never know when someone's personal life um, gets in the way of uh, professional life, even though you're not supposed to let that happen, it happens. So right. and I do not think there's a need to shame people for that as well, because I definitely know people who have get shamed as well for letting their personal life get in the way of their professional life, because they think it's... Um, I guess, very unprofessional for them to do that. Like they always say, try to keep your personal life and your professional life extremely separate, but mm -hmm. that's not easy all the time, especially when you have to bring your work home. <laughs> right. Um, because I, I definitely I have to bring my work home. And I don't think it's realistic either for like companies to like say that because like you're hiring a person who has a personal life. It's kind of hard to, you know, like, for example, like, what if they have kids, for example, how do you keep kids separate from work if you need to, for example, pick up your kids or like find someone to babysit them? That's a really daunting task. Right. Or, you know, or people have to go on maternity or paternity leave and things of that sort. So there's some companies that I'm you know, happy about that they support those. And also some companies have been doing mental health days, which I find so impressive. I think it's so great that they're keeping up with the times and like taking care of their employees and students, too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like definitely being a student as well in your 20s is also like a, a job of itself. So right. it's a job that doesn't get paid. <laughs> Except you're it's a job you pay for. <laughs> exactly. I mean, unless you're a PhD student, um, and then you get paid to um, do classes and do research. Right. But I'm mainly doing research. Um, I'm in my lab now, but I'm mainly doing it for experience as well, because during COVID, I was, and then when everything went online, I was lacking that hands-on experience that I was supposed to get when I was an undergraduate. And that's kind of why I've been doing a lot of small internships, as well as um, those internships and part-time jobs just helped out with my class schedule because I was also I also took 11 credits last semester uh, which is a lot actually for a master's student usually they only tell you to take about five or six because it's just a higher your GPA it relies on you a lot uh, more and as well as they even ask you um, to like help out in labs as and or being coming becoming an adjunct professor or or TA so all of that was a, definitely a struggle struggle and I brought this up before um grading probably was 
the most difficult because that was definitely the one thing I had to bring home to do. And then at nighttime, I still would be researching for the for Pacific Northwest National Lab, because if it was like eight o'clock, uh, like I said, at nighttime, yeah. I was not supposed to clock out until uh, six like 6 p.m. or something like that so I would have to work for one more hour because I was like I said I was running on Pacific on uh, right. Pacific time mm -hmm. so that was also a lesson learned and when if I landed like an internship that I've been dreaming of because definitely researching for Pacific Northwest was a dream of mine and I really wanted to do it but then I did end up getting distracted by I people at by I think it was my department asking me to, like I said, become an adjunct professor or which they literally told me, hey, you have to do it because they're the other person who was supposed to do it, it backed out at the last minute. Mm -hmm. So, and you're the only one who's qualified to do it because you took this class already when you were an undergraduate and you passed it with high marks. So, and there's no one else who can do it. So you have to do it. And I was like, I did not even have time to think of like, yes or no. They're just like, like no, yes, no, no. Oh, you do not have time to like contemplate. You have to do it because it starts or it's in just like three weeks and we have to get your oh paperwork in. And I was like, okay, all right, fine. And then not taking into account all the other responsibilities, be, being a professor or um, was focused on, which like I said, that was, a pretty bad distraction, but I'm very thankful though that I went through it. Yeah, especially because we're young, it feels like it's so easy to take on a lot of stuff because like we're young and we have a lot of energy and like, you know, relatively more time in the world and all that. But it's so easy to overestimate that and just like underestimate exactly how much is like going on. I remember when I was in college, like um, I had like a PR internship that I was doing over the summer and it was like a couple days a week. And then I was also interning at a recording studio because I didn't know I was thinking about pursuing the music industry, but wasn't sure about it. So I was working my entire weekends. I'd be working 24 hour shifts at the studio. And then on top of that, I was like, I want to I want to save the animal. I want to save the ocean. I want to save the animals. So I was like, I'm going to do another internship at the aquarium. And then I realized, like, hold on, I don't even have time for myself. Sometimes I'm just going back and forth between putting on like I barely have time to shower or eat. I'm putting on professional like clothes for the PR job. Then I'm switching to street clothes for the internship. And now I'm at, I have to change into a uniform for like, I'm not even going home sometimes. I'm just like sleeping in like the studio or something. So I was like, I need to create time, like some space for myself. Cause it was, it was, it, it was sounded good in theory to overload myself. And I was like, I'm young, I can do it. But everything just fell apart and you have to like find that balance. And it's sort of something you just learn from, things happening it's not something you can really plan for mm -hmm. yeah and I think a part of that is because like societies like the culture pressures us to achieve so much at a young age and like kind of like you got to get things done and you know people set timelines for us like you got to do this by 21 you have to be able to do this by 25 and it's like sometimes we just try to get so much on our plates like that really reminds me like when I go to a buffet and I'm really hungry and I end up getting so much food on my plate and then I end up not finishing it you know I was just 
getting as much as I wanted because I was hungry, like really hungry. But then when you look at it, like you're full after like the first three bites or something. And it's like, whoa, I guess I, I wasted all that food. But, you know, lesson is like we I, I mean, you know, speaking for ourselves, like we take on more than we can handle sometimes in our 20s, I feel. And like I think part of that is due to society. Yeah, definitely, definitely society. And as well as um, I would definitely say, if you are doing a job that you don't necessarily like, and then, mm. and because I've definitely was in that boat. Oh, like this was as well as like in my, this was as well as well, I think when I just turned 20 was when I landed an internship just for the summer that I really did not like. Like, um, and then it was also like, it was also because of COVID as well. The internship that I wanted to do um, mm. had to say no because they couldn't train me properly and they felt bad for paying me and wasting my time. Oh. So I, then I had to switch to a different internship because it was funded by my college. So they had to give me some kind of internship. But the internship that they gave me was based on accounting and I could not understand anything that I was doing. Yes, I was getting paid to do it, but at the same time, I was not learning anything because I didn't take any accounting like lessons or training or anything. They just threw me into an internship with accounting and I didn't know anything that was going on. I was like, what is this formula telling me? Hey, I And then there was another passage I had to read about like a one day crash course about being a C about I think doing CPA or like mm -hmm. taking the CPA exam or something like that I don't really know for sure because like I said I've never been exposed to accounting but I was full-on miserable and that's when I learned earned earned the hard way that also being in a transition of from job to jobs as well in your 20s is not easy as well and there and those are one of those hurdles that you could land something that you don't necessarily like like but there is a way to get out of it right 100 percent agree and being 20 is tough nobody like preps us for this <laughs> they don't teach you in school any of these things right like <laughs> in school it's kind of like you just keep like learning and learning like in high school or elementary in any case and then like after that they kind of throw you into the real world and it's like good luck <laughs> honestly i could have done with a few less like history or philosophy classes and i could have done with a little more like home ec or accounting financing maybe maybe something about laws because i don't even know all my laws and rights yeah, to like, be honest did they even teach us the miranda rights in, in, in school like, you have the right what is it you have the right to remain silent you have the uh, right have to an attorney if you can't afford what i think I, I think that's one of yeah i don't know the rest don't come at me if like made a mistake but like oh my god <laughs> this is scary <laughs> yeah it's it's pretty tough but you know I'm, I'm happy that we're all like open with our struggles we're all like you know talking about these things that i feel like people think but they don't say it out loud because they don't like what well, you mentioned earlier, Kelly, like they think there's like shame in like talking about, you know, the hurdles that you face struggles and like things don't always have to be perfect. Like, honestly, like I've gotten over that. It's like, I hate it. I feel like my whole life, like things are always trying to look perfect and things always have to be a certain way. But at some point you kind of just say like F it and you just let things be the way they are supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. And just to build a little bit on that, like, 
like you never know what life could throw at you um and like unexpected events because i remember like about a year ago we got hit with hurricane ida and mm. then oh my god yeah like yeah. a little less than a year ago like in september of last year year um we got hit with hurricane ida and then so many basements like ended up getting flooded so and none of us were expecting that because the last time we saw a hurricane that intense i believe here in new york city was hurricane sandy um mm -hmm. literally years ago and no one was expecting that either but when so many tunnels ended up getting flooded and then cars were just like floating everywhere and then it took days to get every to get everything off the road so you just never know what life could throw at you and i think that's when and i think um what was I gonna say oh yeah so I think that was that's definitely when you have to know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel I think because I know Justin Timberlake uh, sang the song at Biden's inauguration like there's a light at the end of the tunnel keep your eyes on the road when I heard I that, that song that helped so much with like my struggles this past semester I love that. We should have like that quoted and like put on like a wall or something. That's like that's yes. a really positive thing. And like like yeah, and you know, and like this that reminded me like of another song from like the the Broadway show Avenue Q. Are you familiar with that? But yeah. there's like a song called like For Now, and like it's pretty much saying how like you know the bad things and the good things, everything's only for now, and like things pass eventually. So just like like you said, like keep your head up, like everything ends at some point, even the good the good and the bad. So just keep living in the moment, I guess. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I think that's what's most important too, uh, because I feel like sometimes people are so caught up in like their their um, futures and then where they have to end up being. And they feel like some people feel like they have to be like on a timeline to mm -hmm. get to where they need to be. And I feel like that just adds extra pressure because I've also been in that boat where I feel like I have to get all this done by the certain day because I was just sweated with deadlines all the time. And it just made it much harder to live in the moment and just also take time to be thankful for where you are now because so many people don't can't get employed for whatever reason, um, you know, whether it's like, immigration status or like visas or health problems um so like so many people already so important yeah or that too yeah and then so many people like cannot even get employed so there's really no complaining about being employed right but if it it's just i feel like that's just also a boundary where you should not be complaining that you are employed but you are doing a job that you hate because in the bigger picture or so many people are not even employed all right and like are homeless so oh it's just don't take i would also say don't take any everything that is bad in the moment in a bad way because it could be way worse for another person even as cheesy as that sounds and i know not a lot of people like hearing that but it's just in it's just the bigger picture in, in my personal opinion 100 percent agree and i feel like that's a great way to wrap up our conversation today you know just to live in the moment be thankful for where you are and you know i mean in the, i mean of course don't compare yourself to other people but appreciate what you have because you know things could always 
be worse. Is that a good way to put it? Right. And Back like, me up. <laughs> what you have, like somebody else could want, but then maybe right. you want something else that they have. It's just good to be thankful for what you you do have already and appreciate yeah. that. Hundred percent. And yeah. So this was a great conversation today, Kelly. Thank you so much for being on the show. You know, I love talking about these things with like-minded people because I feel like it's so hard to find people to talk about these things with. So thank you so much again from filming from your wonderful lab there. And <laughs> if you want to catch this episode, it's going to be all over YouTube, Spotify, um, where else do we go? Like Apple Podcast. We're yes. all, so, all the way, uh, somewhere online. <laughs> and it's going to be every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Make sure to follow us on all our socials at TC Show 21. And Kelly, where can people follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, M at K E L L W O 548. Link will be in the description box. Awesome. So thank you so much again for being on our show. And we'll see everyone next time. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. All right. See you, everyone.